It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and I am coming to you live from out, well, not live, recorded from outside my doctor's office, sitting in my car. Uh, I wanted to get this done and recorded yesterday, but yesterday got away from me, like most things do. So um, trying to get this out as soon as possible, which requires me to record in the parking lot of a doctor's office. All right, let's go ahead and jump into some business here. Last week, we talked about Elon wanting the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration to stop calling simple over-the-air updates recalls, which I wholeheartedly agree with. And I asked you, what do you think the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration should call them? Steve Sheridan emailed in, and he thinks they should just be called safety updates. Steve says, rather than being called a recall, I think an over-the-air update that is aimed towards improving driver safety should be called a safety update. The problem I can see is that Tesla often bundles several changes in the car system into one update. If safety updates are bundled into non-safety updates, what would they call the overall update? Maybe just an update includes one or more safety updates. Just a thought. So I like this, actually, Steve. I like it quite a bit. And I emailed Steve this, so it's not new to him. I like this idea, and I like it quite a bit. I would take it just a little bit further and say that there should be, when you're doing an update, a screen should pop up, and it says, hey, look, here are all the safety things that we are fixing. These items have been, you know, reported to the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration. Please click here that you understand that you're receiving these safety updates. I think this is a pretty decent option. If you have other thoughts, just email me and let me know what they are. Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. Now, next week is going to be an interesting week. We're going to do news on Tuesday. So it's going to be a short show on Tuesday. And then on Friday, we are going to talk about Tesla's Q3 2022 earnings call. Those are always pretty big shows. So prepare yourself. Like, Bring water, stay hydrated, get a snack, that kind of thing. 
Hey, you know what? It's a new month, so I need to thank our patrons. So I'm going to start with Stephen, and then I'm going to roll into Alan, Andrew, Joseph, Jeffrey, Neil, Isaiah, Howard, Bruce, C., Rolando, Ryan, Chip, Sierra, my Sierra, Don, Nate, James from True North EVs, Mark, Cameron, Dale, Chris, Karen, Tommaso, Elon Muskie, Jessica Kirsch, youtube.com forward slash Jessica Kirsch, Anthony, Bruce W., Steve, Jerbo, Friendly Sleet, Matthew, and Alex. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt. And for as little as a dollar, you can support the show and you get a ad free experience if you want that kind of thing. All right. Even though it's October, it is 76 degrees outside. I am sitting in my car. It's probably 80. The doctor is going to hate me. So let's go ahead and jump into the news. It's going to hate me because I'm I'm sweating a little bit. Uh, Lucid Motors had a pretty good Q3 2022. Lucid produced 2,282 Lucid Airs. They delivered 1,398 Lucid Airs. If you're wondering, <laughs> why did they deliver 1,000 less cars than they produce? I was actually researching something for an upcoming show on Lucid Motors, and I came across a TikTok from a truck driver who was waiting to pick up his load of Lucid Airs and deliver them. So I'm going to play that for you now. I'm going to warn you, I'm going to take the swear words out, but it it does involve some swear words. So um, if you have children in the car and you're not comfortable with that, again, I'm going to take them out, but I, you know, you're going to know it. He, he, you know what he's saying. So... Uh, let's go ahead and listen. You don't ever want to come here. Ever. Uh, there's people that have been here for two days trying to get unloaded. And when I went to talk to the guard check, this is my first time here. I got here at 9 a.m. My appointment time was for 11. So about 12.15, I went up there and said, hey, uh, you know what's going on? He goes, yeah, well, they hadn't called me. Uh, they don't have a door available for you yet. I'm like, okay, um, is that normal? He goes, yeah, we're the worst place in the country. Go look up our reviews. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I looked up the reviews, and he was right. It's the worst place in the country. So you definitely do not want to come to Lucid USA in Tempe, Arizona. You just tell the boss man to go fuck himself. All right, so I need to make a quick correction. I said that he was picking up a load of Lucid Airs. That's not true. He was picking up a load from their warehouse on Alameda in Tempe and presumably taking that down to the factory. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. I did look up the reviews on that warehouse and they are terrible. (laughs) I won't read them. Um, They just, there's a few people that said they're good, but most people are, they have like a 1.6 rating. It's not very high on the Google Maps. Anyway, in Q2 of 2022, Lucid just delivered 679 uh, Lucid Airs, which is a pretty low number. So when you considered that they delivered 1,398 Lucid Airs, this quarter uh, significant improvement for the team. General Motors is launching a home and commercial power solution. Uh, It's going to be called GM Energy, and it's going to be in conjunction with a partnership with SunPower. They're going to focus on stationary batteries for home and business, 
solar, vehicle to home charging, and vehicle to grid. Commercial products are now available, but the home solutions won't be available until 2024 when Chevy releases their Silverado EV. Honda and LG Energy Solution will work together on a $4.4 billion EV battery plant in Fayette County, Ohio. The annual capacity of this battery plant will be 40 gigawatt hours, and they're going to produce pouch EV cells. Construction will begin in 2023, and production of the battery cells begins in 2025. And to give you an idea of the annual capacity of 40 gigawatt hours and how big that is, Giga Nevada only has an, and when I say only, it's still pretty big, only has an annual output of 37 gigawatt hours. So it's going to be a big, big battery facility for Honda and LG Energy Solution. Inside EVs gives us some pros and cons of the Ford Mach-E. I think the Ford Mach-E is a very, very cool EV. And recently, it's kind of, I'm drawn to it. I was drawn to the the Ionic 5 a little bit. I'm still drawn to it, uh, but I, I want a frunk in the Ionic 5 and the EV6. They don't have a frunk. Uh, so I was looking up some just general information on the Ford Mach-E, and I thought this might be helpful for those out there who are listening. So I'm going to give you the pros of the Mach-E first, and then I'll give you the cons. And I should say, in order to save time, I'm just going to give you a quick little synopsis of the of the pros. I'm not going to go into any great detail on these. So let's go ahead and jump into it. First of all, performance. The Mach-E is sporty. It's got sharp steering, taut suspension. The acceleration makes it a lot of fun to drive. Next up, we have safety. The Mach-E comes equipped with Copilot 360 standard, which gives you lane centering, adaptive cruise control, blind spot warnings, evasive steering, speed limit recognition, which to me seems like the most annoying feature. Um, I, I Most of the time I realize if I'm speeding and I'm doing it on purpose, which I don't do it all that often, but I don't want to be reminded that I'm speeding. Uh, if you want to pay a little bit more money, it's $1,900. You can get the Blue Cruise, which is more advanced. You have a cabin-facing camera to monitor the, the driver to make sure the driver's paying attention. Intelligent adaptive cruise control with stop-and-go lane centering. Uh, speed sign recognition. Limited hands-free, which, you know, you shouldn't probably go hands-free on these things just yet. Reverse brake assist. Active park assist 2.0. Um, some of the cool features, this is, this is another positive is it's got a large frunk with a, with a drain, which I think is really neat. And they mention this as a positive, which is the door handles are hidden. There's actually no door handle. There's a button that you push, uh, just behind the window. And when you push that button, the door pops open a little bit. Um, I mean, it, it that's really neat in the sense of it's novel. I, I don't know that it's all that I don't know if it should be considered a pawn, uh, an up pawn, a pro. Let's get to the cons, though. Price increases and limited availability. I agree with this, uh, but that's happening all over the car industry. So um, it's a bummer that the prices are going up. The tech itself needs a little refinement. And when Howard Yermish and I sat down and we talked about our drives with the F-150 or excuse me, not the F-150, with the Ford Mach-E, we talked about the infotainment system a little bit. It seemed to, seemed like, to me, there was a lot of 
features that you had to go hunting for, like just from my short test drive, which was about 20, 25 minutes, it was not easy to easily access things that I wanted to access. Now, over time, this could get better because Ford improves that with over-the-air updates, but also this could get better uh, just because, you know, you get used to the interface and things like that. But Inside EVs agrees with me that the infotainment system is a little bit complicated. Um, and it can also take some time for the infotainment system to fire up, which may or may not be an issue with the hardware powering it. But in any case, as Ford improves this product, it's just going to get better and better. Neo CEO William Lee says that he is a better dancer than Elon Musk. Lee spoke with a German media outlet that I was not able, I was able to find the article, but it wasn't in English, so I was not able to read it. So I, I'm at the mercy of the translation from the article that I read, who I can't off the top of my head now remember who, who wrote about it. Anyway, we know that NEO is expanding in Europe, and they haven't really talked too much to us about, you know, their expansion plans for North America. Lee said that the U.S. has been on the to-do list for a while, but may be delayed because of the Inflation Reduction Act, a.k.a. the EV tax credits. If you buy an EV, you get you know $7,500 off if it meets all the, the criteria, and the government pays that $7,500 to the manufacturer. Here's what Lee had to say. We only become active in a market when we have the right product and the right services for the region. And we plan to also become active in the USA by the end of 2025. But the U.S. government recently passed the Inflation Reduction Act, making it harder for foreign automakers to produce and enter the market. We will therefore monitor developments closely. So over the last couple of months, we've been talking about NEO possibly building a factory here in the United States. And honestly, I think NEO would do very well here in the U.S. Um, NEO does want to expand to 25 countries and regions by 2025. We've talked about this. They want to be one of the top five car companies by 2030. Lee described NEO as running a marathon, whereas Tesla's experience has been more of a sprint. And I would say that's, that's true and maybe not true. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Depending on how you want to spin your metaphor, maybe that's true. Lee also pointed out the major difference between Tesla and NEO. He says that Tesla focuses on the technology and efficiency, whereas NEO says technology is important, but they focus on the user. And to that, I say these companies can focus on multiple things. Now, they can't focus on everything because then it pulls focus from what's important. But they can focus on the important things. And I would say that Tesla is pretty good at focusing on the user because somebody – I mean, there's a whole thing in the uh, in the Tesla update that they're running on full self-date beta right now called Chuck's Left Turn. If you don't know what that is, go, go look up Chuck's Left Turn in Tesla. There's a very tricky – intersection where this guy named Chuck, um, he tests his uh, Tesla with full self-driving beta. And it's a, it's a sketchy intersection. And there's a great video of him breaking down the intersection and, and why it is difficult for the full self-driving software to, to operate at this intersection. It's a great video. Maybe if I think about it, I'll put it at the show notes, but anyway, you can focus on multiple things 
Like, I'm not saying Neo's wrong in what they're from their perspective. I'm just saying, uh, you know, these companies like Tesla has something like 70,000 employees or something like that. They can focus on a couple of different places and still be okay. They don't need to be narrow focused. Um, now, Lucid Air, Lucid Motors, Peter Rawlinson needs to be laser focused, and apparently so, so does Heinrich Fisker is laser focused. But really, in reality, if you're only looking at one thing that becomes very myopic, you should probably, you know, it's in in the fire service or in, in as being a first responder, we call that uh, having situational awareness. Like you don't focus in on one thing and ignore everything else because that's how you die. So, moving on. Polestar 3 has officially been revealed. The exterior of this car is very sleek. It looks like a Polestar. Polestar definitely has a design language, much like Tesla. Like if you see it, you're like, oh, that's a Polestar. If you, if you know what a Polestar is, of course. <laughs> anyway, the outside of this car is really beautiful. It, to me, the front of it, if you look at it dead on, it looks like one of those cartoon cars from the movie Cars. It looks like it's just got this goofy smile. So Google the the Polestar 3 and take a look and tell me what you think. The interior is it's made up of environmentally friendly materials. The advanced driver assist system or ADAS is powered by Nvidia Drive. The hardware that makes up this system is a radar, cameras and ultrasonic sensors. The infotainment platform is powered by Qualcomm's Snapdragon cockpit platform. The OS is powered by Android Auto. When you look at this vehicle from the inside, there's a small instrument cluster just behind the steering wheel. So if you lift up the steering wheel and you lower the steering wheel, the instrument cluster is attached to that steering wheel. So it'll move up or down depending on where you position your steering wheel. It's not mounted in the dash. And then there's a nice big portrait infotainment screen. It looks like it's about a 17-inch screen, but I couldn't find any information uh, to verify that. So, but it's nice and big. It's, it seems like it's may, way bigger than the 15 inch screen that you get on the model three and model Y. Um, but this is also not dash mounted. It's kind of, it's mounted on the dash, but not in the dash. So it's, it's mounted in the similar way that the model three and model Y are. Let's talk about specs. We're looking at a top speed of 130 miles per hour or 209 kilometers per hour. It's got a 0 to 60 time in 4.9 seconds, which I would say is fast enough. 111 kilowatt hour battery. That's really big. Up to 250 kilowatt fast charging. It'll tow 3,500 pounds. The starting price, I think this is a little high, but the starting price is $83,900. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a little high. I think that's probably between five and $10,000 too high for this vehicle. My personal opinion, production will begin in China mid-2023. U.S. production will begin mid-2024 at Volvo's Ridgeville, South Carolina facility. And deliveries will begin sometime in Q4 2023. And if you didn't know, Polestar is owned by Volvo, which is owned by Geely. So that's why it's going to be built at Volvo's South Carolina facility. Let's talk about the 2023 Kia Nero. First of all, this new Nero is not built on the newest EGMP platform, which is what the EV6 is built on. 
but it is made out of 100% vegan materials. It has a large storage area in the back, and if you need a little bit more, you can fold down the seats. There's lots of headroom in this vehicle. The 2023 Nero is two and a half inches longer and about four in, or excuse me, 0.4 inches taller and wider than the 2022 model. There is no frunk, but there is a small space up in the front to store, you know, small items. It'll have an optional heat pump and battery warmer and for colder climates. Heated and ventilated seats are optional. I'm a huge fan of ventilated seats, and in the article when they talked about this feature, they said they, they only had it on for a few minutes because it chilled them right down. I think the test drive was in like San Diego or something like that, so it it cooled them off pretty quick. One of the cool things about the Nero and Hyundai Kona EV, in some packages or some trims, they have an available heads-up display, so that will show you the speed, the speed limit, the navigation, any nearby cars that are in your blind spot. There's also the driver assist system status. So the Nero has a full suite of other driver assist features that include driver attention warning, blind spot, cross traffic warnings, rear occupant alert. So you don't leave a child in the back of the car, which I think is awesome, especially here in Arizona, because there are an alarming amount of deaths that happen that way and safe exit which will warn you if like, let's say a cyclist is coming up and you just don't open your door and the cyclist hits the the door as you're opening it while you're exiting the vehicle, which was pretty common in a lot of action movies in the 80s. So that's probably where that feature came from because I've never actually seen that happen in real life. I'm sure it has, but I've never seen it. For a little bit more money, and I don't know about you know exactly how much more money, you can get the optional Highway Drive Assist 2, which will feature machine learning, and then it'll copy your driving style. So when you're using the ADAS, it'll drive like you, which in some cases might be good, in some cases might be a terrible idea. There's a nice mix of tactile buttons and knobs, as well as a touchscreen there's over-the-air updates. It features CarPlay and Android Auto. There's even Digital Key 2.0. So if you have an iPhone, Apple Watch, or Samsung Galaxy, you can use that as the key to get into your vehicle. It'll feature a 64.8 kilowatt hour battery, DC fast charging of 85 kilowatts, which is a bit slow. Uh, it's not the slowest. Uh, the Let's see, the... Chevy Bolt, I think, has 50 kilowatts. That's pretty slow. Most newer EVs have 150 kilowatt kilowatts or more for charging. Kia says the Nero will charge to 80% in 45 minutes. I'm guessing that's 0 to 80%. It does not come with a 120-volt charging cable, which you will need to buy your own. But Kia says they're cheap, so <laughs> go buy two, I guess. The Wave trim has a vehicle to load adapter, which basically means you can, you know, plug in an, an adapter and power your household items if the power goes out, like a fridge. You can also, if you're camping, you can use the outlet to power some things when you're camping. 253 mile range, it'll go set zero to 60 in 7.8 seconds. The reviewer said that it was a lot of fun to drive. It has excellent one-pedal driving with very good regenerative braking. The reviewer also mentioned that the ride was so smooth that he didn't realize how fast he was driving. He was actually driving much faster than he thought. Right now, we have no pricing information as of 
yet, but I will certainly keep you posted. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So that is it for our EV news this week. Let's go ahead and jump into our Tesla news. And we have some follow-ups. So let's jump into our first follow-up item. Tesla is removing the ultrasonic sensors on the Model Y and Model 3. Uh, that's happening now, and the Model S and Model X, will that'll happen in 2023. So there was about 12 ultrasonic sensors on the vehicle. Um, they're removing them basically because they said Tesla Vision is good enough, and they don't need them anymore. However, uh, as they turn off the ultrasonic sensors on your current vehicles, uh, you're going to be left without some functionality. So I, I don't know exactly what those items are, but every time Tesla does something like this, like when they move the remove the radar, the the um, the cars kind of regressed in what they could do well, and then eventually Tesla was able to build up the data, and and then they were able to add these features back in. That's going to happen with the ultrasonic sensors. Sandy Monroe thinks that removing these sensors will save Tesla about $114 a car. Does that mean that Tesla is going to reduce the price of your vehicle by $114? Absolutely not. They will not do that. So, so they're going to save a little bit of money. So if it costs $114 for these sensors, they're probably charging $300 in the price of the vehicle. That price isn't going to come down one little bit. And as a matter of fact, it might go up. Why? I don't know. Moving on. Uh, the story we had a few weeks ago, I can't remember exactly when, uh, we talked about Tesla having some special code in the software that identified when a 
car was at a location that performed crash test ratings. Like it didn't, we don't know what that code did or if it referenced anything that changed the way the Tesla was, uh, the Teslas were performing when they were being crash tested, but they had the, the test locations by name in the code, which is suspicious. Euro NCAP has done, which is the crash test uh, rating for Europe, rating organization for Europe. They have done some investigating and they said that there is no evidence of crash test cheating, which is my thought as well. These testing organizations place sensors and they have cameras and a bunch of other things all over the car. And the software can't change what happens physically to the car during a crash. So I don't, I don't, I didn't think that Tesla was cheating anything, but I do think that they need to explain why these references in the code exist. And I'm sure there's a pretty good reason. European officials are seeking a level playing field when it comes to the U.S. Inflation Reduction Act. Now, I may or may not have briefly mentioned this in the beginning. I can't remember. But basically, European car companies, they want to be eligible for the EV tax credits. I'll keep you posted. I don't think anything is going to come of this. If it does, it's going to be very minor. The IDRA group has delivered the first gigapress for the Cybertruck, or at least it's in the United States. I've seen it reported that it's in the U.S. and that it's been delivered, but this is a 9,000-ton press. It'll be used to uh, to create Cybertruck frames. There is some speculation that they're going to use it to create the rear section, the bed, and the frontal crash structure as well. I We will find out soon. And again, Tesla's having their earnings call next week, so we might find out then. The 2023 Model 3 Long Range is currently available in Tesla's Tesla's existing inventory section on the website. So if you would like a 2023 Model 3 Long Range and you don't want to wait and you're not picky about the color, then you can go to Tesla's website and order one. Um, I went and I found several that were still currently in production. But if I was okay with buying this gray Model 3, I would get it for $57,990, and I would get it sooner than some other people might get it if they were ordering it. So uh, to, I, from what I understand, depending on the re- region that you're in, your results may vary, but still pretty cool. If you want a Model 3 in a relatively short amount of time, there you go. According to Tesla Roddy, Tesla is close to signing a deal with emergency safety solutions to implement their hazard enhanced location protocol, or as they call it, HELP. What does this do? Well, it's a warning device. It prevents collisions with disabled vehicles. Now, at first, when I read this, I was like, oh, well, it tells the Tesla that there's a disabled vehicle or maybe a fire truck in the lane, and then the autopilot won't hit the car. Well, that's not it at all. The help system is uh, not integrated into autopilot. It is to make disabled vehicles more visible. So to make the car more visible, what the help system does is it increases the speed for the hazard lights. So right now, if your hazard lights are on, there's a very noticeable, it's, it's noticeably slow when they're blinking. The reason for this is when hazard flash, when hazard lights were designed, uh, there was limitations because of the incandescent bulbs. Now we have LEDs and they can flash faster. So the first thing is, is the hazards are going to flash faster, which will hopefully, if somebody sees that, be like, oh no, that that's, that's bad. I, I recognize that something is different 
in front of me and I'm going to slow down and maybe not kill the people in this disabled vehicle in front of us. Now that's really cool, but I'm not sure it's a product. Um, right now, that's the only thing that, that this company, the, the emergency safety solutions, that's the only thing they have. At some point, if your vehicle becomes disabled, it will notify, or the plan is to notify, you know, like Apple Maps, Google Maps, Waze, you know, the other Teslas that are running uh, navigation software, that there's a disabled vehicle in front of you. Now, this happens on Waze when people report it and it happens in Apple Maps. So, yeah, that could be beneficial, but it's it's aspirational at this point. They haven't actually done it. It seems like somebody filed a number of patents on this. <laughs> they thought it through a little bit and they're like, hey, I'm going to make a bunch of money, honestly. And I'm not I'm not saying what they're doing isn't valuable in any way. It just seems like this could be done by by any car company out there if they just want to put a little bit of thought into it and somebody patented it. And now there's a license fee that auto manufacturers are going to have to pay so that the hazard lights will flash a little bit faster and make you more visible when your car is disabled. Um, the company says there's a few lines of code <laughs> and some validation uh, to implement this. So it's really easy. And when it says a few lines of code, it's probably really a few lines of code. Um, I don't know. I don't want to be... I, I want to encourage this kind of thing. I don't really think that this is a product. It, it's more of a feature and some very smart patent filings. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm being negative. I don't want to be negative on this. Good luck to this company. Finally, if you have $100 to spend on something foolish, you can now buy burnt hair perfume from the Boring Company Burnt hair, the essence of repugnant desire, which is what it says on the website. This perfume is coming in Q1 2023, but you can pre-order it now. Uh, when I first read this, I was like, man, I'll buy a bottle and give it away on the podcast. And then I found it was $100, and I was like, I declined to buy this bottle. But if you are interested, go to the Boring Company's website, which I think is store.boringcompany.com, and you can buy yourself a bottle of burnt hair perfume. I'm sure it'll be a collector's item. Enjoy. All right, everybody, that is it for me this week. I hope you all had a great week. I actually started this in the parking lot on a Thursday morning, no, Friday morning, and uh, I finished on a Saturday morning at 11.56. So technically, it's still Saturday morning. Uh, thank you all for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you on Tuesday with some quick EV news. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.